0: Warning. The following podcast may contain language and subject matter not suitable for all ages or everyone. If you don't like what you're listening to, please press stop.
1: In this episode of the Changwana
0: Podcast...
2: You'll be buried in the snow, six to seven meters over, the tree in front of your face, and no way to get out. Jesus. Dark.
1: What would be like an ideal future destination for snowboarding for you. It's
2: gotta be Japan.
1: Man down in Okinawa, they had a monkey bar and oh, it was just on. like, and you could just, you just put on like a rain jacket yeah. just in case the monkeys shit all over you <laughs> and you go into this like glass room.
2: He you stamps your hand with this giant syringe and then you walk into the bar and they put you in a, in a jail cell. You're sitting in this jail cell. Alone? No, no, with like your group <laughs> of people.
1: Yeah. You're tuned in to The Changwoner, the podcast coming to you from Changwon City, South Korea. With your hosts, Scott, Adam, and Phil.
0: It's The Changwoner Podcast, the podcast that brings you some of the lives of people living and working here in South Korea. Once again, I'm Scott. Sitting across from me is one of the hosts, Phil. Phil, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. And sitting beside him is the other host, Adam. Adam, how's it going?
1: Good day, how are you?
0: Not too bad. This week we've got a special guest. we got a former host of the podcast who was here originally when we started this whole thing out. we got Mr. Paul Roberts sitting beside me. How's it going, Paul?
2: Good to be back. It's going great, thank you.
0: Good. <laughs> so, uh, it's been a while since you've been on the podcast, Paul, right? Eh? It's been...
2: Jesus, it's been like, what, a year?
0: Yeah, you know yeah maybe, maybe a little less, I'm not sure. Yeah, you, the last up- time <laughs> you are on, I'm not sure.
2: You've upgraded everything here,
0: right? Yeah, we're in a different location.
2: Yeah, Loads of new technology, about 25 cameras, you know what I mean? Mm. It feels like Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. Right? 1984. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I remember all the technical difficulties we had. When we had less equipment. Right. Now, I just keep making
2: it worse. Yeah. <laughs> keep adding to it. It's looking good, though. It's looking great, you know. In Chef's Kitchen as well, fair play to Lou for letting you do this, you know what I mean? Like, mm. this little room is awesome. Very kind of a...
0: It is. Yeah, so we're on the second floor, just underneath O'Brien's, really. We're kind of so, by the elevator.
2: It, yeah. it works out being so close to the bar, let's face it. I mean, actually, like, let's face it, last time we were actually in a bar, which was <laughs> worked out very well. You know what I mean? Doing yeah. the podcast in the bar was, was cool. But it's it's close enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so uh, have you done any uh, snowboarding this winter? I have not. I've been super lazy. And I, I, it's crazy because I was I was, uh, I was talking to a few guys last night. And they, they were like, oh, yeah, we just like come into uh, Korea for a couple of days. And we're off to Japan. I was like, oh, cool. Where are you going? And they're like, oh, we're going snowboarding for three weeks. And I was like, oh, come on. I'm so jealous, man. I love it. Japanese snowboarding is awesome. I can't. I can't snowboard or ski. Yeah, it's a big shame. Right? It is shame on you, Adam.
1: I can cross country ski. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: So like, like, as in just like. Yeah. That's pretty. You know, just you have a to.
1: Plane. You
2: yeah. have to go for it.
1: It's pretty good. It's good workout.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. So wh- Since when were you doing that?
1: Oh, I haven't done it in years, but yeah. it's the only skiing or snow like snow activity I've really done.
3: You know.
2: Well, how did he like, why did you get into that? Was it like well, it was school a school or something? Yeah, or originally, me, it was a school was trip, yeah.
3: <laughs> he was going to school every day. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> in I Canada. Was, There's no buses.
1: <laughs> I was in Japan just recently, but I was on the other end. I wasn't up in Hokkaido. I was in Okinawa,
2: hmm.
1: <clears throat> which was really beautiful.
2: Yeah. No snow, though. No snow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think the guy, yeah, one of the bartenders told me it never snows there. Yeah. Never. You would think so,
0: right? Yeah. You know what I mean? You've been you've been snowboarding in Korea and Japan now, right?
2: Yeah, I've been snowboarding several places in Korea and uh, two places in Japan. Um, Korea is awesome; like it, it's great because like uh, Muju so close to Changwon, that's awesome. And then Gangwon-do, you've got like Hwayon, which is pretty much like the the biggest resort in in Korea, I think. But like it's it's crazy because you can take a bus from Changwon to Muju. It takes like what two and a half three hours, but you can take a bus from Changwon. To Gangwon in the middle of the night And it takes like three and a half hours you know? That's Taiwan, Taiwan, yeah And it's awesome And it's cheap It's like 100 bucks for the Muju trip And like 120 bucks to go to Gangwon though But I would recommend both
0: That's worth equipment rental
2: That's everything included If you need the clothes I guess It's like an extra 5 bucks or something like that But it's, uh, it's good man <clears throat> But the problem is The only problem in Korea is it gets busy Yeah,
3: Really busy You, you, know gotta, I mean? you gotta
2: dodge everyone mm-hmm. You've got to, yeah, you've got, it's just the lift cues, you know, like sometimes at Muju, you get down to the bottom and you've got to wait in the queue for like 45 minutes, you know. Oh, that sucks. And high one's better because they've got like a heated gondola and there's no cues. But uh, to be honest, if you're a snowboarder or a skier, I would recommend going anywhere in Korea. It's cool. But if you've got the time, go to Japan mm-hmm. because then you've got the powder and you can go off piste and nobody ever questions you. So you can just duck under the fences, go down into the valleys, super dangerous. Yeah, And like, you like, you just get lost. Oh, yeah, like- you get, well, you get, like, end up knee deep. And, like, the worst thing for me, like, I was reasonably decent at it at the time, but the guys that I went with were real good because they were all from Canada, right? Um, they went with eh. Valley, right? Like yeah, Valley. well, Valley Valley, and me were kind of on par, but the other guys were really good. Okay. And they were, like, let, they had the GoPros and all the shit on. And they were, like, let's go off-piste. And this was, like, we'd woke up in the morning, and to an earthquake, right? So the beds were shaking. So we went to the top of the mountain and they were like, nobody go off piste because of all these avalanche warnings, right? Which avalanches are terrifying to me, completely terrifying. Me. Yeah. And the guys were like, okay, so let's hit it and go off piste. And I was like, oh God. So obviously I followed them into the valley, you know, and the boys took off and I hit this nice, like, like pristine bit of powder. And I was like, oh, this is so nice. Why is nobody been riding uh, this? Untouched. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is great. And I was gliding down. And then, like, you just couldn't see anything about like ten meters in front, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And I just came over, like a grind and halt at the top of a massive drop. It was like a huge <laughs> cliff, and I was like, "Yeah, shouldn't be here." Yeah. You know what I mean? Jeez. And then, the, but the problem with that is, is then you fall down because you've stopped, and then you're way steep in powder. That's heavy, and then you can't get out, and your yeah. boards on you, <clears throat> and it takes you about forty-five minutes to get out of the powder, and then you have to pretty much like claw your way back to the actual run, it takes about an hour and you're knackered after you get there, you know
0: what I mean? That gets really uh, dangerous in some places with yeah. deep powder. Oh, yeah. Because there's people that fall down. If you fall down, like, say, on your stomach, when you go to put your arms down to press yourself up, they mm-hmm. just sink. So there's, what, there's nothing you can push yourself up with.
2: So mm-hmm. what you have to do is you have to, there's a method. It's the same as trying to push yourself out. You have to kind of pack the snow, and you keep packing it for about 10 minutes. And eventually you build a home and live there. Yeah, well, that that could be a thing. But eventually you pack the snow enough where there's actually some kind of, like, uh, resilience, whatever you call it. And you push yourself yourself out. Mm. It's pretty crazy.
0: A lot of places, people have to wear those, uh, was it GPS things on them now? Because people that go to these random places in the world with deep powder... They, uh, they'll they go with a tour guide instructor, but they just disappear because yeah. they wipe out and they're gone in yeah. the snow. So they have to use the uh, GPS things to don't they do find lot, them and pull them out before they die type thing.
1: Don't they do a lot of like controlled demolitions as well?
2: They do, yeah, yeah. especially in the Alps. Yeah. so they'll fly out there and they, they, they look for different like areas where there's going to be like they think there's going to be an avalanche and they put like essentially like dynamite mm-hmm. they put it into the snow and they bury it down the bottom and then they blow it up mm. and it just like triggers the avalanche and just gets it out of there before yeah. anybody else does it you know what I mean
0: wow. that would be a real shitty way to die eh? like falling down like face first and then you can't Push yourself up So you're just suffocating <laughs>
2: Yeah I think the trick is Is to not panic Which is really difficult When yeah, you're not used difficult. to it You know Don't but though, start the, crying immediately Yeah <clears throat> the, the worst thing though Is tree wells You know what they are? No. that So what it is, is Is you've got huge trees In the like Off the runs And when it snows hard It like snows kind of sideways Right mm. So it builds up against One side of the tree mm. But the other side of the tree Doesn't get any snow So it gets like a real thin layer On the other side So there's nothing down the other side of the tree so it's a hole right so if you're snowboarding through the trees and you hit a tree well you'll go straight down to the bottom of the tree but the tree's like what like maybe six or seven meters up right so you're then buried in the snow six or seven meters up with a tree in front of your face and no way to get out
1: jesus dark yeah that is terrifying yeah
2: terrified well now i have a new phobia He's <laughs> <laughs> <Is laughs> definitely not going to snowboard or ski now see?
1: <laughs> it's even more <laughs>
3: canceling that trip <laughs> for
0: me it'd be more scary on a snowboard i just i'm not comfortable like having my feet confined to mm. one one place i yeah. like skiing done it for quite a while right but uh i never had the ambition or want to try snowboarding
2: yeah.
0: i think i could eventually do it you know yeah. Yeah, I've sure. always been pretty good at picking things up, but I just don't like the feeling of uh, my feet
2: being confined. Yeah. yeah, it's like anything, though. You get used to it, right? I yeah. mean, I've never tried skiing. Never. Not even just once. straight into snowboarding. Straight into snowboarding. Me and Mr. Austin Buckley, we, we took a trip with like 50 people, went to high one, went to the top of the hill, strapped the boards on, night ski, never tried it before, fell all the way down the mountain for three days, covered in bruises. And that's how we learn. And we mm. did it. It's all right. I'm saying night ski. I meant snowboarding. I remember uh, when
0: you first started referring to pole, like uh, going to, was it Muju a couple of times with you? And Where, you yeah. were kind of just picking it up. You might have been once or twice. Yeah. And, you know, after the second or third time I went with you, I could see how you were getting better and stuff. It's practicing it, you know. It's kind of just following you
2: mm, mm, mm,
0: mm. behind on skis. Yeah, because
2: you could always ski, couldn't you? Yeah. You've been skiing for like way in the past, right?
1: What would be like an ideal future destination for snowboarding for you?
2: It's got to be Japan. Yeah. Still. I mean, I'd love to go to the Alps mm. and I'd love to go like, what, like uh, Western uh, British States, Columbia. British yeah. Columbia, that kind yeah. of thing. Mm. But I think Japan, like the, the thing about Japan is obviously the snowboarding's cool and all that, but like the just the resorts are awesome, you know? Yeah. Like I stayed in this place called Nozawa Onsen, like Nozawa Hot, what is it? Hot Hot Springs. Hot springs. Yeah. And the village was just so, like, quaint, and all the little, like, houses were all, like, cool, and, like, they had loads of hot springs and wicked food, and Mm. obviously all the people are great, and the bars, like, the bars were so cool. Yeah, Like, in another place in Miyoko, we we went to a bar, and there's literally, like, a half pipe in the bar, and people were just skateboarding in the bar. You know what I mean? Oh, that's it's awesome. It's just out there, you know? Like, the Japanese, lo- I love Japan. Oh, they have such
1: cool bars, man. Down in Okinawa, they had a monkey bar. And oh, it was just on. like, and you, could just, you just put on, like, a rain jacket just yeah. in case the monkeys shit all over you, and you <laughs> go into this, like, glass room... <laughs> And the monkeys. This are sounds like, amazing. Yeah, they're like these South American small monkeys, and they jump up on your shoulder, and like you can feed them almonds and shit, and yeah. like they'll touch you, and like they'll shake your hand or they'll shake your finger. Do they steal stuff small. as
2: well, like yeah. the Thai monkeys? No, or like your wallet?
1: I, I talked to the girl who worked there, and I said, like, I hope these monkeys are treated well, you know. And she's like, Yeah, we treat them really well. We feed them well, and you know, their are place, like their place where they sleep and everything's <clears throat> always like cleaned out and shit. So
0: I've been to a bar just down the street that was similar.
1: But, oh, really? Yeah.
0: But it had girls, but you still had to wear the jacket because the girls would shit and piss on you. Scotty, you're oh, really? dark.
2: <laughs> we were having yeah. such a normal conversation. Just,
0: <laughs> I'm just bringing that Salve. up because it's probably true in Japan. I, I haven't actually <laughs> been to a bar like that. but you usually have to pay extra. You'd have to the bring them. It it's, it it's, it's probably next, next door to the bring monkey your own bar. Poncho. You, can, you can keep the same poncho on. <laughs> and just yeah. go
2: next door. <laughs> I went, to a, I went to a really cool <laughs> bar. I think, I, I don't know if you guys have been to, you've been to Tokyo, yeah?
1: I've been a couple times, yeah.
2: Have you been to uh, Roppongi? Yes. Roppongi so like, Hills. Yeah. yeah. So there's a bar there called Alcatraz. Have you been there?
1: No. no. Oh,
0: okay. I remember you telling me yeah, about I've it. Been. I didn't
2: go. I've been there now about three times because every time I go to Tokyo, I'll go there because it's, it's a theme bar, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. So it's themed out like a prison, you know? So you, you turn up there and like there's a girl there like you know how they like that like like cosplay stuff like it's not like like s- like sex stuff or anything like that they're just all like dressed up you
1: know? yeah, yeah just so the, the theme right like, like, the theme.
2: Yeah. so you've got a girl there and she's like in a nurse's outfit and she's got like this giant syringe which is the stamp to get into the bar because mm. you need a stamp so she's there and she's like ah. and she stamps your hand with this giant syringe and then you walk into the bar and they put you in a in a jail cell so you're sitting in this jail cell alone no, no, with, like, your group <laughs> of people.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Not alone. I'd be, no. like the, be like, they separate. Cabin searches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Spread them. But you're sitting in this jail cell, essentially, right? And then they close the door, and there's a metal cup, like, strapped to the, the, the bars, you know? Hmm. So if you want, like, service, you have to rattle your metal cup around the bars. Oh,
1: that's cool, man. And that's then, awesome. And like,
2: all of the food, it's all served, like, in weird shit. Like, for example, you can get, like, a curry. Yeah. But it's served in, a like, a bed pan, you know? And it's like blue, <laughs> Jesus. And then, like you get drinks, and it's like a severed head, but they're like the glass is embedded in the severed head, and you're, you're drinking out of a severed head. <laughs> but it's one of your wow. friends' heads, right? But it, right so. it, it, the best thing is at midnight. There's a jailbreak, and it's all themed, so all the staff are in on it. You know, so the alarms start going, and the sirens and the lights are start flashing, right? And then, like it's like like this escaped convict. He was dressed up, who's obviously part of the staff, starts running around the bar. And then the rest of the staff, like, dressed in police outfits and stuff, are running around with, like, cap guns trying man. to shoot this escaped convict. It's uh, absolutely hilarious. That
1: sounds so good.
2: Yeah, you got to oh, check I it out. I wish
1: I would have known about that, because I've been to Rapongi Hills a couple times. I just went up to the, that, what was it, the Mori Ma- Tower or uh-huh. whatever? Uh-huh. I just went up there, and then I just kind of walked around. But if I had known about that place, I would have gone for sure.
0: Next time, man.
1: Next time. It's, yeah,
0: it's been hilarious. a few years, maybe.
2: Last time I was there was with you when we went to the UFC. Yeah, the UFC. That was awesome, eh? What a time.
0: How long ago was that? Four years? Jeez. I think so. Around four, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe four. Coming up on five years. UFC live. It was, it was in awesome. February, I believe. So it was yeah, probably four years or five years ago.
2: But in all fairness, that the Japan UFC compared to the Korean UFC, not a patch. The Korean UFC was way better. Oh, really? I think Just so. Just in terms of like... Atmosphere, you know, the the Japan one was a proper UFC, mm. and the Korean one was what like a what was it like fight, a, night. A fight So the night?
0: the Korean one was like a fight night. The Japan one was a big pay per view.
2: Yeah, it was like a type UFC, Henderson like, Henderson like one of the you know yeah.
0: UFC eighty something. I don't know what yeah, it was yeah. back then. Yeah, but R- the R- the fight card was better on Japan. Yeah, it was the, it was than really, the Korean yeah. one, but,
2: but the I, I don't know
0: which one. I lo- I loved it in Japan though. Yeah. Like, the whole trip in general, I enjoyed more than our trip to Seoul for...
2: Oh, yeah, like that, but the actual atmosphere at the UFC in Japan, like, everyone's so reserved, you know? Oh, yeah, They, yeah. they think they're watching sumo, so everyone's like... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not getting on, into it. get
2: into it. Like, you yeah. could literally hear a pin drop. So, we had Bruce, Bruce Barbara, um, sitting at the other side because he was late to get a ticket. Mm. So... We could actually like it was so quiet that because it was on TV, we could actually shout obscenities <laughs> over to Bruce Barber and you, you would be able to hear it on TV. Did we do that?
0: Uh somebody yelled something to Bruce and it, he he yelled back anyway.
2: <laughs> so it was like hell. But in, in soul it was it just in, in soul it was just madness. Everyone was going crazy. And it was it's just so much better like that, you know. That's what you need, right? Like a UFC needs to be like. You know, high energy, everybody going crazy, right?
0: And the other thing that sucked about the Japan UFC was uh, where it was located. It was kind of hard, like an hour train or something we had to take or subway to get out there. Mm. And there's nothing around there really. And obviously when it was over, you know, it was whatever, fifteen, twenty thousand 20,000 people trying to do the same thing to get back yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah I forgot that and says. it was like uh noon when it was over it started real early here because it was a pay-per-view like live back in the states mm. so it was on at whatever 8 p.m in the states
2: it was like but 11. it was like you know yeah because of the time nine
0: a.m yeah in japan mm.
2: and then you're hitting it because you want to watch UFC after you'll be using it yeah. like 10 o'clock in the morning. You want to feel it,
3: but not really.
0: <laughs> but once you're inside the stadium, like with the lights off and stuff, mm. felt like night. And then by the time it was over, it was like whatever, 1 p.m. or something. <laughs> yeah. And you come out and all these people are, you know, trying to get back the same way that you came. And, but it was a fun experience. The Korean one was a different. I didn't enjoy the Korean one as much as the Japan one. Mm. I think it was just because of the... Fight card, maybe. But, that, uh, have you ever well, been? Well, it was a big pay-per-view. We saw, what's his name, Ben Henderson won, Benson against won the Frankie championship.
2: Edgar. Frankie Edgar.
0: Yeah, he won the belt. Yeah. That was a big thing. It was huge. The Korean one,
2: obviously, there was, no, there was no belts on the line or anything like that. i tell you what, though, like as far as the UFC goes, fair enough, but Road FC is the Korean version of the UFC. I haven't heard of this. It's like a feeder... Um, kind of group towards the UFC okay. but it's like they do it real well you mm-hmm. know like it's very well promoted and very well organized so it's pretty much the UFC but the Korean version and it's great because the the venues are like usually quite like compact and, and it's getting
0: and, bigger and every year yeah
2: and it's like such a good time man. like if anybody fancies it you should look it up mm-hmm. because the Road FC it's cheap it's usually Seoul Busan mm-hmm. we went to see one in um, Wonju which was fantastic. You know, like such a cool little stadium it was all kind of like, it was like an oval almost, wasn't it, you know? It was yeah. like a pit. The last one I saw was Man. in Busan. Yeah, that was cool too. But like, th- that's definitely worth checking out, you know? I mean, I know UFC's here now, but it's mm-hmm. like few and far between. But the road FC's, they must have like six or seven, eight a year. And they're all like, not too far away because Korea's obviously not a huge place, is it, you know? Right. It's worth checking out.
1: When I was in, uh, okinawa there they only had about seven different channels on our tv and one of them was like constant sumo wrestling and yeah. i was watching that shit and i was like fascinated because i'm looking at the size of these guys and just like how hard they're coming at each other and there was one guy who wasn't even japanese he was he looked like he was like greek or something yeah and he was huge and uh yeah it's pretty fascinating i remember i went to at one point i looked at them and i was like man can you imagine the size of the poops these guys must have <laughs> how much <laughs> do they eat in a day you know
3: <laughs> it's all absorbed
2: they don't poop it's just like little tiny pellets yeah. yeah have you ever seen anything about those guys like how they train and how they like get into it it's no great.
1: I was thinking like it would nice. be it would be interesting to make a documentary just about sumo you know? I think
2: I've seen something about like sumo wrestlers and how they like I think there was one guy who was a foreigner mm. and he thought okay I, I want to be a sumo wrestler and he went to Japan and he sort of immersed himself in the whole thing but it's there's so much background and like culture about sumo mm. it's not just like the fight there's so much about it that like like the average foreigner i guess wouldn't even think about you know okay but they have to get like really deep into the whole like culture and like the history of it all and all so
1: that. it's almost like a culture all on its own like
2: yeah it's like know. geishas you know like yeah, it's yeah like
0: you know
1: you gotta learn how to play instruments and entertain people and sing and all that and all was, that yeah yeah
0: yeah i've seen something on sumo wrestling, I don't know if it was a documentary or something, but uh, I saw how well sumo wrestlers are treated and shit. And oh yeah, they're like they, royalty. They right? all have golden like gods, five or six girls with them all time. Really? You were talking to them, but you are talking about them taking a shit. Like the girls help them and stuff.
3: <laughs> like, really? Like hold their hand and like
2: just know, everything. coax w- it out. W- wipe their
0: ass. Do everything. Wow. I'm not,
2: I'm not, uh, that, that that wouldn't make me very comfortable. No,
3: I'm in the l- wrong line of work.
2: But, what, uh, what do you want to be like a, a geisha? What do you want to be? Yeah, because maybe I mean they, it sounds exciting. Maybe they can't reach
1: around to wipe themselves.
2: Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, some of them. I think some of them massive, like that, man.
0: This is probably back before the day of the b day too. So with b days now and stuff. I guess you don't need uh, your little. Yeah, those are pretty common in Japan, Japanese. You know? Yeah, girl, to do that for you, type thing. So. They can just use the and
1: Yeah, they probably just prepare meals for them and stuff, right? Like, have monkeys sh- above them
0: shit. <laughs> sh- <not, not, laughs> <laughs>
3: show, show them how to do it.
0: Can a-, ma- a lot can of excrement talking. Get- getting a poncho to fit one of those guys. <laughs> how much
1: uh, plastic that would take. We keep veering into the scatological discussions. I don't know. Uh, I-, I blame you. Was it my fault? Yeah, I guess I was the first one to bring it up.
3: Yeah, yeah you well, trailblazed that one,
2: but that was very innocent, though. That was an actual real experience. I feel yeah, like, yeah. I feel like Scott's the one, who, the one to blame here. You know
1: yeah. what I mean? <laughs>
2: so, anyway, mate, how long were you in Okinawa? Uh,
1: about nine days, but yeah. uh, I could have easily done it in seven. Like yeah. The last couple of days, we were just kind of like looking around like, well, it's not much to do now, you know, like right. pretty much seeing everything.
2: You'd imagine it was like Boracay or something where like, I've never been to either places, but yeah. I've heard like you can only stay there for a certain amount. Yeah, of time. I
1: got bored. I went to Boracay about four years ago, three or four years ago, and I got bored with that place pretty quickly, actually. But it's yeah. it was beautiful. It's really nice beaches and everything, but there's just not much <coughs> to do.
2: Right. Like just pretty much on the beach, drinking, yeah. swimming, yeah. that kind of stuff. I
1: got my I got my sunglasses stolen by a monkey on Boracay.
2: (laughs) You just see him drive away, and I like. (laughs) No, no, he was in a
1: cage, and I was leaning beside him trying to get a, a picture. My girlfriend at the time was just about to take the picture, and the monkey reached out of the cage, grabbed my Ray Bans. And just started, like, breaking them and chewing on them, like, in the cage. And we yeah. couldn't get it. And I was like... Giving you the middle oh. finger.
3: He's like, come on, come at me.
1: And, we, and then, like, we did this really nice excursion where we rented horses and we took them all the way up this mountain. So we were, like, riding the horses down the whole time. I'm just like, fuck, you know, like, those sunglasses, are so expensive.
3: <laughs> it's so bright. It's suddenly, it's so bright right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Now my eyes are killing me, yeah. Oh, God, that's...
3: Did
0: you uh,
1: eat monkey brain that night
0: for dinner?
1: No, but I have... I have eaten pig's brain in Shanghai before. Oh, yeah? That was quite an experience. Yeah? Yeah. Oh.
0: Pigs, pig's brain, a lot of people eat even back in the States and Canada.
1: Oh, really? I didn't know that. I thought it was just a Chinese thing.
0: Cow brain, no? Huh? That's what head cheese is.
1: Oh, yeah. I've heard of cow brain, I think. But we were at a place that was just like, they call it a hot pot. And it's kind of like, uh, kind of like you're... Korean samgyeopsal restaurant where it's all communal, but it's instead of like a grill, it's just like a, like a cauldron filled with like boiling oil, and you just throw in all kinds of different meat and stuff. And I had just a little bit of pig's brain, but it's pretty Betty, dark.
2: Betty fondue. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, what's the craziest thing you've ever eaten, guys? Uh, I mean, that sounds terrible.
1: Probably yeah, either the pig's brain or the her
2: name was. Oh no, come on, let's <laughs> not go down this dog. <laughs> <really. laughs>
1: I'd say, yeah, it's probably the pig brain for me or the live baby octopus
2: in Korea. Yeah, so after Nuk-chi. that as well. Yeah. yeah. That's really stressful to eat, to be honest with you. It's yeah. like it's moving. And you got to fight kinda, it like, down. you got to chew and chew and chew before it yeah. stops or sticking or else, in your
1: mouth. Or else it gets stuck in your yeah. trachea or whatever, you know. It's not really... Also considering they're
0: supposed to be so intelligent and stuff. Yeah. Eating mm. something so smart.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. true. As opposed to a
1: chicken or something like that, you know? Yeah. Well, pigs are supposed to be really smart too.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Some pig. I, yeah. I've had a bunch of dark stuff in Thailand. Like we, we had cockroach, we had locusts, and uh, what was it? Uh, a little bit of snake blood at one point and Jeez. shark. Like in a shot glass? Or Like how would you? Just like a little, yeah, like a little bit, like one of the mm-hmm. Thai guys. And I don't know, like it's a big thing there in Vietnam and in Thailand, you know? They like the snake blood. It, they, apparently it gives you, like, stamina and all that. You know how they they, they do it, you know? Like, yeah, anything penis-looking. Yeah, like, like, it's like, oh, stamina. Eel. Hmm, yeah, eel. Uh-huh. Eel's all right, actually. Yeah, yeah. I like eel. Like, grilled, it's okay. Yeah. In a soup, it's not.
1: I it's like not. both, actually. Yeah. You do? Yeah. yeah. Like, the first time I did try the stew or the soup or whatever, it's called, uh, I'm blanking on it, but anyway, chua tong, chua tong. Chua Tang?
2: Yeah. Oh, Chua Tang, is that eel?
1: Yeah, there's I eel. Thought,
2: I thought it was a different kind of fish.
1: No, there's eel in that. Okay. and uh, I like that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. But the first time I tried it, I was kind of like, wow, this is this tastes really weird for me. And yeah. it took a couple more tries, but now I love it. Love it's like that,
2: like, kind of like, it's got like a funny seasoning that you put in, and it's real like yeah. zingy. Yeah yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice. It's quite nice, that. Have you guys ever eaten dog? Let's throw that out there. I haven't done it.
1: I did it... Uh, couple few times when I first moved to Korea but nowadays I think it's kind of fallen out of the tradition here and like a lot of people frown upon it even like you know Korean people so I haven't had the opportunity I don't even see the restaurants around anymore I'm sure there are a couple in Changwon but I just don't know where they are
2: they're definitely around I I was the same as you like I I was here for one year Mm. I thought I was going to be here like only for the one year so I thought okay I'm in Korea I love dogs I've got one but i thought when in korea you might as well give it a go yeah so i tried it twice and uh actually i tried it once knowingly mm-hmm. and i thought oh, okay that's enough for me and then the next time the guy that i was at the gym with took me for lunch and uh we were eating and i was like oh this is this is a bit weird what mm-hmm. is this he's like oh it's a dog i was like oh okay
1: yeah number two Warn someone
2: <laughs> you yeah. know? so
3: yeah, whatever.
1: It's a yeah. pretty hearty meal, though. Like, it's really filling.
3: Yeah. Every time I go back home, they're
2: like, "Did you eat dog?" Like, no, yeah. I haven't eaten dog. Yeah, yet. right. Mm. The problem with it is, it's fair enough if you know, like, if you if you're a meat eater, I disbelieve that you should be like fr- frowning upon eating any kind of meat. But the problem with the dog is the way that they kind of prepare the meat. Yeah, the way they treat pre- it. Free yeah. kill. It's it's not cool. Yeah, it's know? not cool at all. Not at all. So
0: kind of like that with almost any animal, though. Like it's it's bad with dogs because they're a they're pets. B the way they're killed, but like cows and stuff, and and uh, what they call it like farm not a farm but uh, like mass market production yeah, places. Yeah. yeah. Most animals are not treated too nice that we consume. Mm. Yeah, for sure. So uh,
1: yeah, I heard like where they make them sleep and stuff too it's pretty filthy. Yeah. Just like
0: even even chickens. Yeah. I mean, there's so many.
3: Like oh, documentaries
0: now and stuff.
3: Yeah. I love eating chicken and like beef and stuff, but like I've never had a connection with a chicken. Like I've right. h- I've had dogs where like you know you can just feel their love.
2: But you've never you've never really spent any time with a chicken though. I'd say you know like where you spend the time time.
3: I around. used to ha- I so. used to own ducks. Actually, I used to own a pig too. Oh yeah, pet pig. Really? <laughs> okay. It was awful. It would just it would hump you any chance it got. So <laughs> okay. you got to eat that.
2: Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> How did you come about owning a pig that used to hump you? So, when I was very young,
1: so many questions,
3: uh, so many questions in, in one statement. Uh, when I was really young, my parents got a divorce, and so for my birthday, my dad bought me a pig. N- he knew that I was living with my mother in like a small house, so he was like two for one. Like he's going to make me happy, and he's going to piss my mom off. So she had to take care of this pig, and we like we'd feed it like lamian. And it would just eat out of a little trough. Mm-hmm. And then my brothers would like feed it bacon, which I would, I would be like, why? Why would oh, you do that? Oh, that, that no, no, no. Come on, that's dark. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to the pig? My mother sold it. Did before. you get it
1: when it was a piglet or when it was yeah, a, it's a
3: little
2: black, black belly pig? Okay. That's a funny move on your dad's behalf. Yeah. Be like, oh, hey. my dad is
3: like, he's, he's not the smartest man, but he's crafty. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sorry, dad. I love you. <laughs> and
1: how many ducks did you have?
3: I had four ducks, and they got struck by lightning.
2: What the fuck?
3: Yeah, it gets dark on the on the wow on the farm.
2: So what happened after they got struck by lightning? I don't know. I didn't see them. Like they were just like a puff of smoke. Is that not like a story uh, that they made up? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna, back, by say. the way, for dinner tonight we <laughs> have <a> ducks too. <laughs> Duck <Dr>. a l'orange.
1: <laughs> that that might be what you were told.
3: Yeah. Was
1: it one bolt of lightning that killed? Well, all it was four like
3: it was a thunderstorm, and they all like congregated under a tree, and the tree got hit. So oh. they, were just, they were just mangled.
1: Shit. So it was probably just like feathers and smoke, eh? Yeah. Did, did you
3: see the evidence? or? No, I was too young. They wouldn't, they wouldn't show me the
2: bodies. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I need fits. to identify probably the probably bodies. Probably didn't happen. Yeah. This all fits. <laughs> yeah. It all, all fits. <laughs> you
3: yeah, confirm it. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't it probably Go to the didn't. morgue. The coroner's like, are these your ducks? No, <laughs> that didn't happen.
1: <laughs> there are some really good duck restaurants up in Jiangyu oh yeah near the waterfalls and stuff it's really good all right i
2: don't don't like duck. it's too oily for For me i think uh it depends how it's cooked though yeah it's delicious there's a good place actually um up in changwon by the mountain uh is it the back of sabadong at mm. the bottom of the mountain. There's a real nice duck place.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to live in that neighborhood. I think I know yeah. exactly where you're talking about. It's yeah. like an outdoor restaurant. Yeah, it's right? like
2: outdoor. You've got to go a little bit up the mountain, a little bit, and yeah. then you turn right and it's right there. Yeah, and yeah. they've got like lovely like seating areas outside. Yeah, shit. Real I been there nice there in years. place. Yeah. It's quite expensive. Yeah. But it's
0: good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I guess we can uh wrap up this episode.
2: Alright.
0: So uh I guess we won't be uh visiting any monkey shitting snowboarding, places that offer dog
1: for lunch. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> just, just tying it all time. in. Just tied it all in. Like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> tied it all in. Don't forget Don't forget the lightning ducks. The lightning
0: ducks, which uh, you, you probably didn't even... That's a good
2: band name, by the way. Lightning, <laughs> ducks. The lightning ducks. Yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You probably didn't even have any trees on your property. You?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what tree? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah we, t- we took the tree down. Trees. Well, The lightning took care <laughs> yeah. of the tree, so
3: i did have a duck uh, in college too my roommate and his friends showed up with a duck from the flea market right and we named him Launchpad and a quack which is awful if you have a small apartment and a duck because it just it just takes over everything
2: right mm. in yeah. what
3: way what does it do it just it just shits everywhere and like you try to like be cool with it and touch it and like you gotta wear your poncho It's <laughs> poncho. a poncho duck
2: why do you always have obscure? Pe- what have you got here for Christ's? Listen, like
3: West Virginia is a beautiful place. I will not let you talk ill of the I'm not,
2: state. I'm not. I'm just asking you what kind of pet you've got here. I He's don't have it.
3: pets. Okay, I ate them all. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Ponchos.
3: Are ducks noisy? Yeah, I mean they, they quack. You know. <laughs> I know uh, they do, but I'm uh, just wondering. Like in a small
0: house, is that all
3: it does? unprovoked noise like you know yeah. like dogs bark when they hear intruders or something it's just yes. like ducks like nah, you know just just, just nah. constantly yeah just constantly you, you bring a milk. girl home and it's like nah, it's not <laughs> happening <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a question for you though if yeah. you bring a girl home and you have a duck in your small no. apartment what what does she think about that no,
3: there's no ducking <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird though
0: having any kind of pet like i've got cats it's kind of weird Some nights, I'll just be lying there, and all of a sudden, my cats will be, like, their heads will pop up, and they're staring at something in the corner, and all the lights are off. It's
2: kind of creepy.
0: Oh, yeah. Same with maybe a dog or something Well, it's funny
2: you should say that, because I take my dog out on the same route, like, you know, between going to the park or just, like, in the evening, I take him around the streets. But for this one period of time, I was taking him up the road to the main road and along the street, and he refused to move. And he wanted to just go back home. And he was staring at something, like, right ahead. And he was terrified of it. And there was nothing there. And then, like, there's nobody around. It's super, super dark and quiet. And I'm like, oh, this is very creepy. Yeah. And he, all he wants to do is go home. So you turn around and he just wants to run home. I'm like, oh, well, there's obviously something there that we cannot see. And the dog can't see. Mm. It's pretty creepy.
0: Man. Yeah, that is. Yeah. But it makes life more fun. So uh, uh, maybe I'll try my monkey next. <laughs> see what they uh, can see that we can't see. <laughs> other though, I think they're quite clever. Yeah, like it's, the octopus—they they steal your
3: sunglasses.
0: Yeah, and do other things. I mean, who's the uh, the smarter one—the people that go to that restaurant or the monkeys themselves? How do you protect your food in those places?
1: Well, they no—they they have like the bar slash restaurant separate from the monkey like room. Like the monkey room is like. <laughs> What? You know, there's a door and glass windows that
2: separate you from it. So You just go in there to get shit on. So, you know, yeah. so you're not allowed to take, like, like drinks or food or anything in there, right?
1: Yeah, probably not,
2: yeah. Like but almonds. they give
1: you, like, yeah, they give you little, little almonds or little snacks to give them if you want to feed them. Okay. yeah, Pretty cool. Oh, and the girls, the waitresses, they have, like, a fake monkey tail coming out, coming out of the back of their pants. Is it fake? <laughs> Pretty sure it is, yeah. Pretty sure.
0: <laughs> it's probably... <laughs> It's probably the girls
1: in the other room. Just the lights
0: are turned down. can't notice. Yeah. They don't actually have monkeys. (laughs) But anyway, on that note, Adam, how can people get in touch with you if they want
1: to? I'm on Facebook, Adam Maxwell Kent, University of Toronto. (laughs)
3: <laughs> uh, i'm also on facebook at maxwell kent from toronto uh, philip wayne stanley Boom. you make you made it sound like you're still
0: going to the university of toronto <laughs> uh, never graduated no taking a few
2: years off mm. and mr roberts facebook paul roberts no middle name was never gifted one what no middle name can you fucking believe you that? can have mine we takes it. the piss, right? Yeah. It's like Paul Roberts. My sister's yeah. called Gail Roberts. No need for a middle name. Yeah. What the would you ever name. want a middle name for? What's it for? Alias. You know what it's for? It's for pissing you off when you have to sign forms because you have to write more shit. Right? That's it. Yeah, I never
0: use my middle name.
2: Yeah. What is your middle name? Philip. That's horrible. Oh, a
0: terrible middle name.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Philip's a great name. I have yeah. a few
0: names, I think. I don't know from what, like confirmation and other religious things but never use them you
3: got screwed philip's an awful name
0: <laughs> so anyway anybody wants to get in touch with me just anything at Chang or whether it's website facebook or twitter or anything like that so uh thanks for coming by paul pleasure it's good having you on here again
3: thank you for bringing your beard it's Action. luxurious
2: it's got a life of its own it's
3: monkey life
0: <laughs> looking very santa Clausy.
2: <laughs> it's ice cream i was eating dessert <laughs>
3: Other oh, Christmas, <laughs>
0: <Center> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can tune in next week for our next episode of the Changwana Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Changwana Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.